I love that sound. Christine here, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Seas with Colin and myself. Don't worry, everyone, that was just a seltzer. I've been drinking lots of good and gather seltzer from Target. This is in no way sponsored by them, but it is delicious. What's going on? We're recording from the new studio. Yeah, this is my first time recording in your new studio um, since we decided to move your office from the room it was in before to our guest bedroom because your old office is going to be our daughter's nursery. Yep, but it's turned out pretty nice. We got JFK still hanging with us. I've got a whole Yankee wall. I've got a whole shrine to Saquon Barkley started. And we've got so many different cool things that I can't put throughout the house. So I kind of like it that it worked out this way. It does look awesome in here. I love all of your decor, but I do love it all being in here because we live in an adult house with a (laughs) child on the way. So I wasn't really looking to have sports memorabilia in every room of the house, which is why it's confined to here. And I'm glad that it is because it looks way cooler when it's all together like this. I don't know. I think Stella's going to like it in here a lot. She probably will. And it's cool that this is the guest room, too, because that means that we can actually record this episode from the couch, because we have a pull-out couch in here for when people, like my in-laws, come to visit. Yeah, super comfy, and I feel a little bit more professional. Like, I feel like Bill Simmons. This is, like, something he would do. (laughs) Especially with me cracking a seltzer to open up the episode. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, Uh, so I figured things are a little different since when we recorded last month, and now would be a good time for us to just touch on how the COVID situation is impacting our businesses as well as uh, our personal lives. So we can start talking on the business front and then kind of end on the more fun personal front. Tell me what is one way that COVID or this pandemic, is impacting your business? (laughs) Well, my business was pretty significantly impacted, not to downplay some of the other industries, but for people that follow sports, you know that all sports, literally every single sport that you can think of, have been either canceled or postponed. And for the college level, a lot of the spring sports that had just gotten started totally wiped out their season we didn't get to finish the winter season sports like men's and women's basketball and high school sports all same thing just totally done all the way down doesn't matter how old you are you just can't be around people right now so you can't really play any sports so definitely impacted in a pretty significant way i will say that initially my inclination when this all happened And part of this was just because it was all new to me and it was a little bit scary and I didn't know how to totally react was just take some time away. And that's what I did. I followed up with a couple people that we were right in the middle of something and I just wanted them to know that I wasn't going to force anything on them, that I wanted to reconnect in the future and that I would do that when the timing was a little bit more appropriate. But outside of that... I basically just stopped doing anything for the business, again, partially because I was, as a person, trying to figure out 
what this new world meant for me and for you and for Stella in the future. And also because it was just the right thing to do from a business perspective is to give these other people a little bit of time and space. But it's been three or four weeks now. And not only am I getting a little bored with not doing anything, but I have found that there are opportunities to continue to do some of the work that I do, but alter it in a way that works for what the new normal is right now. And realizing that the new normal is going to continue to change and evolve as we get on the other side, hopefully, of this pandemic, although we still haven't, at the time of this recording, hit the peak of the virus. So eventually things will, I think, trend back a little bit more to what they were. But I think the biggest lesson that I've learned here is that really in any scenario you just need to be ready to pivot at any moment like we talk about all the time when i'm preparing with teams that it's great to be ready for plan a plan b even plan c but it's really plan f that you need to have practiced because that's the one where you get the true advantage like when i was talking to the villanova villanova softball coach and she was telling the story about when she was coaching at a different college they were in a rain delay playing for a championship her team actually practiced rain delays in practice they would go into the dugout sit there for half an hour or however i think it's 20 minutes that you have to wait between lightning strikes and not do anything just sit there like you would have to do in a literal rain delay in the middle of a game and they would practice this from time to time And she told the story about how when this actually happened in a championship game, they came out on the other side much more prepared than the other team. You could tell that they were frustrated and that they were kind of flat after that because they hadn't ever practiced it before. So this pandemic has made me as a business owner realize that I need to start preparing for quote unquote plan F and come up with new innovative ideas and some of the things I've done I've started to put some online courses and material together that I've said I was going to do for a long time and never got around to doing it so I finally did it like I put out my one heartbeat culture course which is it's really just a 101 culture class 20 minute introduction into what a culture workshop is like with me just kind of gives you an idea of the content that we do and how I present it and then if you want to go deeper then you can but at least you could get this for a lower price do it on your own time watch it listen to it take notes maybe even start to implement it on your own time and then you could reach out to me six months down the road and say hey I've been doing this but I want to go a little bit deeper can we work together you know, something along those lines. So it's really just opened up a little bit of creativity for me and allowed me to do some things I said I was going to do and I never did, but also really forced me to think about how just never know on a day-to-day basis what's going to happen. So even when you think you have something figured out, uh, you probably don't. So it, it just really has been a humbling and strange period, but I'm also excited about some of the changes that I've been able to implement and the direction that I seem to be trending now here in the future. And last thing real quick is it's allowed me to fast track my book a little bit too. People have a little bit more time. I've had a little bit more time to go through the whole revision publishing process. And so that's 
definitely been an exciting part of this too is to say that this might be done a little bit earlier than I had anticipated somewhere along the lines of the middle of the year versus what I had anticipated was somewhere later in 2020 even maybe 2021 so definitely a lot of positives definitely a lot of change still some scariness and uneasiness but adjusting all in the same I like it uh, I personally have enjoyed seeing some of the pivots you've made to the digital world because maybe as a digital marketer and someone whose <laughs> primary business is very digital heavy, I can see how that reduces limitations within business and opens up just more doors for you. So I'm excited to see where that goes. On my front, um, as most people are aware, because we've talked about it on the podcast before, I am a marketer by day, and I have been able to do that job completely remotely, which is nice. It's been a little bit of a scary kind of shift and a scary time because when you're not making a lot of sales, your marketing budget is likely going to get cut, which means that me, working at a marketing agency, I'm in an kind of a tough position, especially because a lot of the clients that I work on are apparel clients. And that meant that when this all hit and people started missing projections pretty aggressively, my role kind of came into question. Luckily, I am still employed full time, still working, just completely remote. So even though I was a little bit scared as I started to see clients pull away, our business was smart enough to make pivots to keep as many people on board as they could uh, and just tightening things up for the short term so that we could continue to operate as close to business as usual as possible. And as frustrating as work can be sometimes, I actually think to myself pretty often how lucky I am that I have a job that is paying me to work from a safe environment because I know most people are in one of two boats, which is laid off slash furloughed or going into work, but in an environment that's not completely safe, like essential workers that are at grocery stores and at hospitals, etc. Not exactly the best situation. So kind of in an ideal situation work-wise for me right now, as far as my day job. As far as my fitness jobs, I obviously was coaching in person at CrossFit Dilworth. That has come to a halt right now because everything is closed. No one's working out in gyms. And I definitely have been missing that in-person connection that I get from that job. So one way that I've branched into that a little bit more is by going live for workouts now. So (laughs) Colin has been helping me with this. It's been super fun. I will make a workout, a HIIT workout, all body weight, no equipment required, um, and we'll go out to the gym in our garage, and Colin will perform the workout as I coach through how to do it, talk about form, help with motivation, play some music the whole time. I've done it on a couple Tuesdays. I did it on one weekend. It's been fun. It hasn't been as fun as connecting with people in person, but it's nice because I get to help people who aren't living in the Charlotte area, which I've enjoyed. So that's kind of one way that I've pivoted business-wise in this. Uh, And then on the Sweat with Stods front, I haven't had to make a whole lot of pivots because 
it is a very digital business. But what it did do was kind of bring me back to my roots of, okay, the very first program I made was Hit It Home. Looking back, that program is really good. It allows you to have a structure for an entire month. You have lower body days, upper body days, total body days, cardio and ab days. So there's a focus for each workout that you're doing and it progresses you through the course of a month, starts off a little easier, gets a little bit more difficult as you go along. There's also the follow-up, Hit It Home 2, that gives you another full month of programmed workouts. And I've found that in this uncertain time, adding some structure to your day is probably one of the best things that you can do to help yourself feel a little bit more normal and productive. So this has actually been beneficial, especially for those particular programs. I also did have to pivot a little bit only because, like I mentioned before, a lot of people are in a position right now where they aren't making money. So I did offer to give programs away for free to people who weren't getting a paycheck. And then I did drop the price of my program for the month of March so that people could uh, get in at a lower price point. If we are going to continue to stay in this for quite some time, like as they make extensions to our social distancing guidelines, I can do that again if necessary to just to help give people a way to keep a routine, stay in shape, feel good about themselves during this time. I've also been a little bit more active on social, so I'm usually pretty active on social media, but I've tried to be a lot more active there because it is a good way for me to actually connect with everyone without being able to be there in person. So those are really the pivots that I've had to make work-wise during this time. I think now we can open up to some of the personal stuff we've done during this time. Sure. You want me to kick it off? Yep. (laughs) All right. So as I mentioned before, I'm really grateful for the fact that I have a job that is paying me to work from a safe environment. I've also just given a lot of thought to things that I'm super grateful for in this time, just to try and keep a positive attitude about everything. So if this had happened a couple years ago, we would have been living in upstate New York still, where there's currently snow on the ground, I believe. it. The temperature is not very warm, probably like 30s, 40s, maybe 50s on some particular days. And here in Charlotte, it has ranged from 60s to 80s. And the sun has been out pretty much every single day of this quarantine. So to me, I'm super grateful that we made the move down here because being able to go outside and spend a lot of time outside has absolutely been so helpful during this time to help with that feeling of like being cooped up. So we've been going for lots of walks. I started a vegetable garden. Colin planted grass outside uh, and has been watering that, taking care of that so we could get our yard looking a little better. Even Colin even tasked our live-in brother-in-law to help clean up (laughs) the yard a little bit too, taking out some of the stones that the previous owners had. So just in general grateful that we live in the South and are able to spend a lot of time outside. So we've been taking full advantage of that. I also am super grateful that we moved into a house because 
it gives us a lot more freedom and we have a lot more space. I feel really bad for people who are confined to a one-bedroom apartment in a place that isn't having great weather right now. I'm sure the level of stir-crazy that those people are going is a world apart from what we are now. Just because, like, living in our neighborhood, we have easy access to trails to walk on with lots of space, so you can very easily keep six feet of distance between anyone around you. And it just gives us more opportunities to do more things. We even have a lot more space in the house, obviously, for having three people living here and having four bedrooms and having two floors. It just allows us to more easily work from home, take video calls without disrupting each other, and just have some of our own space during this time. So super grateful for that too. As far as ways we've been spending our time outside of that, I think we have a lot that we can talk about there. I know I particularly have been reading a lot. My usual hack for reading has always been to download books from the library, download ebooks, and I just download them to the Kindle app on my phone. Unfortunately, since no one else is leaving the house right now, I think a lot of other people have picked up on that particular <laughs> habit. So now a lot of the books that I want to read, I do end up on a longer waiting list for than I usually would, but still finding a lot to read. The biggest books I've been reading right now are Expecting Better and Crib Sheet, which are by Emily Oster. They are pregnancy books, and I highly, highly, highly recommend them to anyone who is expecting because there isn't a lot of good data out there for pregnant women, and a lot of the recommendations that you're given are not based in anything sound. So Emily Oster, who wrote these, is an economist and works with data all the time and reads all sorts of studies, so she knows what is a good study, knows what is a bad study, explains it to you in layman's terms, why something would be conclusive and why it wouldn't be, and then allows you to make your own decisions based off of having that data. So I know I've learned a ton from reading those books and I just, it has helped me feel much more empowered as far as pregnancy. That was a slight tangent, but reading has been a big thing that I've done during this time. What's something you have spent time doing? <laughs> a lot of things I really have enjoyed those books too and we've read a little together and in parts where you've read alone been able to tell me things and I think having it's not that we have extra time but we're having time that's a little bit more uninterrupted has just allowed us to prepare for the pregnancy a little bit more than we would have potentially like even <laughs> even putting together her Stella's crib the other day or something like it took an hour and we would have made that time anyways but like nowadays you say okay well I want to take that hour because what else am I going to do watch another tv show so it's just been able we've been able to prepare a little bit more you know do this reading and prepare ourselves mentally put together our pregnancy bags for the hospital birth plan those type of things but it's also allowed us time to get the physical aspects set up and get the rooms all switched over. We're in the new office and studio now. Like That might have taken a little bit longer if the world was still spinning the way it used to. So it's definitely been good in a lot of ways for that. I stained, I've, I've stained a number of different things this year for the first time 
in my life like this past year and I stained another bookshelf that is up here in the studio office. I, as you mentioned, started putting seed and topsoil down into our yard and just a quick backstory on that. We're fighting a little bit of an uphill battle there. We have a super shaded front yard and it's super dry here, obviously. We also have what's called red clay dirt instead of like traditional dirt that you see in most places, which just makes it harder for anything to grow in general. And the previous owner or whoever had it before us, whether it was the owner, whether they were renting it out, I don't think they took too much care stock into any of the lawn. Like the whole back lawn is just crabgrass and whatever, that's fine. That'll just be where Stella runs around and ruins it all anyways. But the front yard looks pretty ratty, looks pretty nasty. And I'm not like my dad and he'll laugh when he hears this, like he would love to spend all his time outside. And I do enjoy yard work and I've learned a lot from him over the years, but I don't necessarily need to spend all my days out there. But to get this up and looking a little bit nicer than it has and to start to see some of the grass grow after a couple weeks here and hopefully it's gonna look all put together a little bit more here over the next month like that's a good feeling and just to know that now we just have to maintain it right like we put that work in we just have to maintain it so had a little bit of extra time to do that and I think the biggest thing I want to point out from a fun aspect and I actually wrote about this too in my newsletter, which came out today. And if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, just go to talent409.com and you can sign up right there. But I had, right before the pandemic, looked into doing stand-up comedy classes here in Charlotte. And I got the idea from reading Jeannie Bus. Jeannie Bus, she's the owner, governor of the Lakers, and she had done... A stand-up comedy class, I don't know, back in the early 2000s or so, partially as fun, but partially to improve her public speaking skills. And I was immediately like, oh, well, this is a great idea. I love comedy. I want to be a public speaker and do it more, so might as well just look into it. And I told you about it and started to look into it. Long story short, pandemic came. Obviously, there's no classes going on. Who knows when they're going to get all started up. Plus, I got a baby coming. So I decided that in the future, I definitely will take one of these classes because I don't think anything can really replicate or replace actually being in a class with a professional and other people who are looking to do this. Like It's just a beginner's thing. Like, I'm not going to make a career out of it or whatever, but... I think there's something to that. But in the meantime, I did some Googling and found three really great books that will at least get me started. One is really centered on stand-up comedy, so joke writing and all that good stuff. Another is more improv, and then another is a memoir of Judd Apatow, which apparently is a must-read in the comedy world. So I'm excited to start to dive into those, start to potentially try to write my own jokes because as I wrote about my newsletter when I was 11 or 12 when I really first started watching Seinfeld reruns is when I thought that I wanted to be a professional comedian like I wanted to be Jerry Seinfeld I would practice his jokes I would listen to them over and over again and listening to podcasts and listening to Bill Burr and Conan O'Brien has really brought me back to those days and just 
how funny and how they can make you think, even know they're funny and everything. I mean, I've always loved comedy. You know that. I would much rather watch a comedy TV show or movie over literally any other category besides sports or documentaries. So comedy is something that I'm really passionate about, and I think it'll just be super fun to try it out. Like, I'm going to record in the future maybe little stand-up hacks and put them on the social media, see what you guys think about it and everything, and just have fun with it. But I don't know. It's just that that's a really cool thing. It's a personal thing, and I'll try to do as much as I can before Stella comes and probably won't have as much time to work on it at that point. But while everything is a little bit in flux right now and I'm finishing a book and I'm trying to do some other things, I thought I might as well do something that's going to improve me but also be a lot of fun and stand-up comedy seems to be that thing. I like it. I feel like we've touched on a few things that we've done. So just as a quick little rundown in case people are looking for ideas for things to do during quarantine, you should check out my Slut with Dodds Instagram page because I have lots of different workouts that you can do without any equipment or with minimal equipment because we do have some stuff in the garage like dumbbells and medicine balls. So if you have any of those, you can easily do a lot of the workouts that I list there. I highly recommend getting active during this time. I'm not usually the type of person that pushes people into physical activity, but if you want to feel better, it is definitely a way to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Just being active gives you a sense of accomplishment, something to do every day for sure. I know I've been running more because I'm outside a lot and just because it's nicer. We have also had fires at night, mm-hmm. having campfires. So it's funny <laughs> because I thought we were going to spend a lot of this time like watching Netflix and checking out all these different shows and we totally haven't done that we have not seen tiger king we have not watched more tv than usual i don't think i actually think we've watched less because we're out of our routine and we keep focusing on different things to do at night like we either have a fire or we're zooming with friends or things like that the zooming with friends is something i know it's not new lots of people are doing it right now but that has been awesome because it's kind of forced us to keep in better contact with people that aren't in the Charlotte area. So while I know I text my friends a lot, I don't do a lot of video time with friends. During this quarantine, I have definitely done more. So that's been cool. The uh, <laughs> the fires are really fun too because we've had so much cardboard in our garage from all of the baby stuff just packages in general that our recycle only comes every other week here in Charlotte and you can only fit so much in the bin along with like regular recycles that you have each week from milk and eggs and different groceries <laughs> and so the fires have been really nice because we get to burn up a lot of that cardboard that's been sitting in there forever. Truly I have very few complaints about the Charlotte area. i love it here. I cannot say enough amazing things about this city, but that is actually a complaint of mine is that the recycling comes bi-weekly because we have way more recycling than that. We have not recovered. Since we moved in, we have never been just completely free of recycles. We always, always have leftover cardboard that needs to be recycled the two weeks after. We just have not been able to catch up because when we first moved in, we ordered furniture. That stuff like piled up. 
we never got around, we just never got ahead of that. And then it was like Christmas, all those packages <laughs> never got ahead of that. And now it's like all this baby stuff is coming and this might actually be the worst because there's a bunch of big things coming like pack and plays and cribs and <laughs> yet there's just so much cardboard. So burning that up definitely has been good. Um, as far as other things we're doing, I know I have taken advantage of the lack of commute to kind of extend my morning routine, which is nice because my morning routine is usually a big rush and then I have to like factor in all the things I want to do throughout the day, like my journaling and meditation. I have to schedule those in at other times. I don't always get to do them first thing in the morning. I pretty much would like wake up, make coffee, go to the gym, shower after the gym and go straight to work. So now without that commute time, I've been able to like just be slower and more intentional with everything, sleep in just a little bit longer. Like You're never going to have this opportunity to sleep in so late again, just might as well take it. So do that. I've been meditating, journaling first thing in the morning. I had to do my sciatica stretches because I had that pregnancy sciatica and just slowly enjoying my morning coffee before we would do our workout together. It has been really nice to not feel like I'm rushing around in that sense. Yep. And always brings me back to the whole, I don't know why everybody has to commute every single day anyways, but that's probably a conversation for another time. And if you've listened this far, I know Christine talked about some of the programs that she has and different items that she has available for you at this point. And I definitely encourage you to check that out. Go to her website. I'll put it in the show notes, but also check out my website. You can download the seven pillars of dynamic leadership PDF to get you started on any type of leadership journey. If you've not done that and you're looking for something to do, you can also buy the culture webinar the 101 that i talked about earlier it's pretty low priced right now it's only seven dollars so definitely take advantage of that gives you something to do for 20 minutes and if you are still listening you get to hear about a new podcast sponsor for the first time charlotte's web no relation to the city of charlotte is a new podcast sponsor and will be debuting next week so keep an ear and an eye out for different things on social media on the podcast there's going to be a discount code for their cbd products which i have tried and actually really enjoyed especially the sleep ones which i i thought i was going to enjoy the recovery ones more and then i realized i probably don't work out as hard as a 31 year old as i did when i was a student athlete so the sleep ones are have been much better but Keep an eye out for that. That's some exciting news and development as well with the podcast and something you can, as listeners and as leaders and athletes and just people, take advantage of. So definitely a lot on the horizon still. I can make your workouts as hard as they were during your athlete days if no. you want. No. Yeah. You, you don't seem like you want that. So. I'm good. I don't <laughs> if you're I don't anything need... like your father, you're going to be just walking for a workout in a few years here. Hey, I work out much harder than many 31-year-olds do. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I think that covers everything I wanted to talk about. Did you have anything else? Nope. I'm good. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time to listen to us today. If you want to connect any further, feel free to reach out to either one of us. We'd be more than happy for a chat. And until next time, take it easy. Take it easy.